blue face, baby. Yeah, I. Bust down, Tatiana. Yeah, I. I wanna see you bust down. Soon with my kid, mommy on mommy on real bitch. I don't be with all that drama. Nah, money, my business, I'm bob. I ain't dragging, I'm lit like a tick. Fuck clapping back, bitch. I'm clapping on the dick. On the dick. Bust it, bust it. I'm a, I'm a savage. Bitch, throw it back like a ten year trend. Take him to the crib, then I push him on the sofa. Have his breath smelling like pussy and mimosa. Uh, we ain't finished till I'm beat it up. And if the pussy stop breathing, give it, skip it up. It's so tight, he think he slipped in my butt. I don't swallow plan B, I just swallow the nuts. Uh. And if your pussy good, shouldn't have to maintain a broke nigga. Real shit, real life. Everybody game bang. No, they ain't real bang. Yeah, that's it. Since I came in the game, been a real one. Real one. And they shit changed, bitch. I'm still one. Uh, all facts, no cap. No cap. Daddy, how you like that? Uh, ain't got no time for no subliminals. After a while, bitch, being petty just makes you miserable. Uh, yeah, straight lane. My pussy a bust down, yours plain James. I make him go insane. I fucking with my red flag on him. When I come, I say gang on the gang. Bust down, baby. What up, though? I Heart Miko podcast, February 6th. Oh, February, my ass. March, for sure. It's March 6th and a bitch. I am tired. <laughs> I'm motherfucking tired. Way to tell the truth right Bust there. down on <laughs> Bust down, Tatiana, though. Tatiana. Shout out Cardi B for hopping on that remix because I was really tired of hearing that song until she got on it. And now I can hear it again. Just her verse. YG's verse is cool, but I like her verse. Yeah, she killed that. That she was dope. Killed it. Yeah. That was dope. Mm-hmm. Um, what episode is this? 148? Is it? Brent, <laughs> I'm going to need your help tonight. <laughs> Let me see. Yeah, so yeah, this is oh, this is episode one forty nine. Damn. Episode one forty nine. One five oh coming up. Yeah. One five oh is coming up. Um we ain't gonna hold you. I know I'm a day late. Today's Wednesday, but this was supposed to be out on Wednesday. But um yes. Yeah, so I was in Tampa. Yeah, you were. I had to go to Tampa. Handle some business. Handle some business. Jet setting like you always do. Yes, catching flights, not feelings, you know, doing what I do. Sick. And I had to go there and handle some business. So that's why I'm a, a day late. And yeah. uh, you hung out here with Aiden, held it down. Did my thing, you know. I'm leaving you again tomorrow. You don't love me. Out of here. God damn. Out of here. Can't take it anymore. I'm gone. <laughs> I got to go to L.A. for my friend's 40th birthday. Happy birthday. Raw, her birthday was Saturday. You're a hell of a friend, set. by the way. Why? Because I'm going to my friend's birthday parties? Yeah. <laughs> what? Across the country? Hell Brent, yeah. I haven't been to any of my friend's birthday parties since I've been with you. I'm not saying you wrong Since at all. I've been with you. Don't point, don't point that blame on me. Since I've been with you, I have missed a lot of my friends' birthdays. That must be a girl thing. I don't, maybe that's a girl thing. <laughs> well, yes, because we went to college together. I've actually known her since high school, but we really became good friends in college. We ran track together at Cal State LA. And um, it's not like it's like, oh, the 32nd or the 37th. It's the 40th. That's like a big deal. 
It's just another year. Everybody don't make it to 40. You ain't even made it there yet. Yeah, just about everybody makes it to 40, unless they got killed. <laughs> oh, my God. Just about everybody. <laughs> that is the dumbest thing, Brent. I mean, 40? A lot of people don't make it to 40. Are you serious right now? It's a lot of people that do not make it to 40. A lot. The average life is like 60-something. There's a lot of black people that don't make it to 40. Let me just say that. How right. about that? Fair enough. Yeah. I, I, I somehow know a lot of them. <laughs> so that's why I say a lot of people. But, you know, I guess in the world, maybe it's not a lot. But in my world, it is. So I went to Shanice's 40th. You Respect. thought I was a great friend then? You're a great friend. That's all I'm saying. Because your ass wouldn't have went. No. Nobody party. I mean, maybe, but like back to back? Probably not. It was in January. This is not yeah. back to back. It's January and, and you've March. you've been flying all around? Yeah. No, nah, I probably wouldn't go. I'm just being real. <laughs> but you're a hell of a friend. And I think girls care about birthdays a thousand percent more than guys do. We actually care about relationships a thousand percent more than you guys. That's, That's what true. it is. Yeah. That's not true. How? This has. This is about making sure that you're there for your friend in monumental moments. That's a relationship. It's not just about her birthday. Like if she had like a big, some other event, I would be there. You know? Respect. She was in my wedding. I was in her wedding. Respect. You're a hell of a friend. You know? Our kids have gone on a date before. Yeah, you're a hell of a friend. You keep just bringing up this stuff and it keeps telling me that you're a hell of a friend. <laughs> That's all. Anyways, um, you lost today? You yeah, said? yeah, we lost. We Playing lost. softball. Brent plays on a soft. Is it fast pitch? Uh, is it underhand? Yeah, it's underhand. Underhand, but is it fast? No. Nah. No, it ain't fast. Brent has never played softball before. He decided to join a team, Todd's team. What's the name of the team? What are you guys? We just, they just, I don't know if it's a team, man. They just got Cheesecake Factory. They all work at Cheesecake Factory, I think, or most of oh, them. Oh, so it's just a bunch of niggas from Cheesecake Factory. got a squad. Yeah. And you're on the team. Yeah. And you play what position? Uh, I'll be in the outfield, like left field, right field, whatever. They got me, I was right field today, which is one of the, like, the ball never comes over there. I know, so, yes. So I'm fucking bored as shit. Bored. You was counting grass leaves? Yeah, so it was pretty whack on defense, but I did all right hitting. I got a triple single. Okay. Got some RBIs. Like, I probably should be, like, a star baseball player for real. <laughs> I was waiting. Oh, God, this I was waiting This is my third game. It. I'm already driving You know what's ball, so bro. funny? I say this all the time, and I really don't think people believe me, but... Like, when I brag about you, like, you have no idea how much I brag about you because you're not on Instagram. But when I brag about you, people really think, like, you need me to brag about you. Need you to brag about me like what? what you like mean? to keep your motivation up, keep your self-esteem up. Like, oh, no, no. You's no. a cocky little nigger. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess you so. You know how nice you are. You don't need me to tell you. You don't need nobody else to tell you. I really don't because I really, it's cool. Like, I really do like that you you say stuff is cool, and it means a lot because it's coming from you, and you're a, a harsh critic. <laughs> I am. But, nah, like, I don't really care about other people saying that. Mm. But, yo, I really, 
You should have been a pro baseball. I'm about player. to. Ju- I'm about to try to move the shortstop so I could get some action. Maybe I can. Who's that shortstop? The chef. I don't know what he is. The he, bus boy. He was getting a lot of errors, bro. Like, <laughs> and y'all lost. I'm a little nervous to go to short because that's it's it's action there, and yeah. I ain't never really did it. But, bro, I want some action. I'm like kind of bored out there. Why you think they stuck you out there? Because I told I never played baseball. Oh, okay. I mean, I hit they them. They don't know ball. what to do with you. They don't even know if you know, like, yeah. how the game goes. Like, 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 put it for example. I never played. Like, I'm, I'm learning as I go. But, like, I'm running the bases, and I see, like, because I'm just running to the base, and then Figuring right out. ankle turn, <laughs> other to the base, right? <laughs> okay, so, I'm like, it. oh, shit, I should round them shits off. That would have probably been an inside the park home run, but I had to, like, huh, and slow, and slow down. You don't know turn, what you're run. doing. Yeah, I don't know yet, but as we go on. You picking it up? Yeah, I'm just learning on the run. You picking it up in tennis? We've been playing tennis. against each other. I've been I've been beating you, but it ain't been easy. Yeah, you've been beating me. I've been getting mad. Not like mad, but I'll be mad that the game is over. I want to keep playing. It ends so fast. Not for me. I'll be gassed. Cause I it go to like seven. Like no, we only did seven this week. Cause of it me. went to ten the other eleven. Time. I mean. That's enough points. No, not when I hit like the first four into the net. Or well, over. that means you need to actually focus. No, that means I'm just getting my rhythm. Like I gotta get get going. Yeah, you're gonna be losing the game, and getting going. It's gonna. But be, then when I get going, I'm gonna be hot, the, so the, I can the lose the first be over four. With. No, it's not. Uh, that's how I beat you. I get the first four in you. By the time you warm up, the game is over. You're right. <laughs> Got nothing for you. You're right. I fucking. <laughs> I hit the first forward in that, hit a couple outs out the line. But I, I'm starting to feel yeah, some stuff. Give I'm me getting, a lob. My backhand getting a little better. You are. You I, be attacking my I'll backhand. I'll trying but, to murder your backhand. But I like it, though. That's how I'm going to get better, so it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Tennis is a dope sport, though. Yeah, tennis is fun as hell. Um, we got some stuff to talk about. Not too crazy. Um, what's going on? The Celtics just beat the Kings, 109-111. Damn, Harrison Barnes showed up. Harrison still, Barnes. They still lost, huh? Go figure. Uh, Lakers are playing right now. Uh, we'll talk about LeBron, obviously. Mm-hmm. He's all over the news for bad reasons, but right. maybe we got something good today. All right. Um, let's get into some non-sporting news first. We have to talk about R. Kelly. Okay. So... First of all, R. Kelly is in jail right now. He's in jail. Kells, bro. It's he is been a rough. He's in jail without bail for uh, child support, unpaid child support. So this has nothing to do with um, molestation. And This is a rough 2019 for Kells. Yeah, you know, God, you know how it started off rough when he had that birthday and he wanted to go out and be out in public talking his shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That was it. You just you he just was too tried cocky it. About you should have laid low. You should have hid. We should have never seen you again. All right. your whorehouses should have just been shut down. Everything should have just aborted mission. Quit. We lost. You should have disappeared and let us forget. Let some other celebrities, you know, get caught for raping girls. <laughs> it's gonna happen. You yeah, know, it is gonna happen. That's just yeah. That's just life. And you should have just laid low, and. You know, then you might have been able to come back, but you know what? You're a cocky little motherfucker. You're a narcissistic piece of shit. 
So he's been getting thank away with you. it yes. for so long. It, he had, it's understandable that he's so cocky. It's because he, yeah, he he really thought he could cheat the system. And what you have to know is when you're black, like they gonna get you, eventually. They're not gonna let you keep getting away with it. Yeah, he got too too outright cocky with it. Yeah, because they don't care that he's doing this to black women. It's mostly black girls he's doing this to. They don't give a fuck. But now it's like now you're trying him. Yeah. Now you got the black people against you. Yeah, that's right. Your own people trying to take you down. That's why he did this stupid ass interview. First of all, go ahead. Let me let me hear what you got to say. Cause no, I was just saying it's rough for him, bro. I don't know how you're gonna how what's gonna happen for him. But this this beginning of 2019, I guess it only can it can go up from here because this is down bad. But but my thing is, you went and did an interview with Gail King of all people, like. Oprah and Gail, first of all, I'm going to need them to have some more. They need to incorporate a strap on or something in their relationship. Why you say that? Because something's wrong with them. Like, they both some savages out here. Oprah trying to take down MJ. Gail taking down R. Kelly. Are you trying to be They trying to get, get, for what? You're rich. I don't rich. know. They are so rich. Well, at You're least rich. Oprah. Like, Gail, sit your ugly ass down. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I don't know who's I, who's calling for that. Yeah, that, uh, I feel like if, if these interviews are to be done, first of all, the Michael Jackson one should have never been done. Not by Oprah. Oprah, no, it shouldn't have been done. Period. Them two pieces of shit have already been proven to be liars. They lied under oath. They perjured themselves. Their stories have changed multiple times. Yeah. Just too many things have happened. And you know the other other young white kids that was hanging out with, with Michael Jackson are coming forward now saying stuff like, like, no, he never touched us. So how, why he touched you and didn't touch us? Right. You know, it's a lot of that happening. And it's like, let the man rest in peace, Oprah. Yeah. I wonder why they doing it now. Uh, it's to destroy his legacy. Well, we know to. what it's for. It's the legacy. His legacy is legacy, but he, they want some money. Clearly, <sighs> yeah. This nigga Wade, he the, the the nigga Wade, the Australian nigga. Michael gave him a job, you know, as a choreographer, hooked him up with um, Justin Timberlake. Yeah. And when he was dating Britney Spears, this nigga Wade smashed Britney. That song "Cry Me a River," he wrote that about Britney smashing Wade. Oh damn! His dancer, his chore, his head choreographer. Wow. Yeah, and you know, um, Prince was married to that girl, Maite, or whatever her name was. Mm-hmm. Guess who smashed her while he was working with Prince? The other guy? No, Wade, same nigga. Wade is yes. savage? Savage out here. And you talking about Michael Jackson was raping you? Shut up. That's I don't weird. believe it. I no. believe he's just thirsty out here. No, I, I believe it's a money thing. It sounds creepy. I don't, it was weird watching that. But the thing that made me the most irritated and mad about that was the parents. Oh, my God. Yeah. If this is true, if this is true. It is true. Hmm? It, what do you mean? If no, if the, all the stuff that they are saying is true. Say it's true. It's about Michael Jackson or R. Kelly? Michael Jackson. Uh-huh. Say it's all true. And the parents are like, that parent shit is crazy. Why would you even want to be on TV saying, yeah... They were in a different room, and uh, they wasn't letting me get in. 
I was, they was, uh, going, I was just giving him his space. Yeah. What? Yeah. What type of parent are you? Awful. That shit is irritating. It makes me mad being a parent. Like, mm-hmm. it's no way possible that a grown man because is going to take Aiden and say, yeah, I want to go on vacation with your son. Yeah. Hold it's on, because bro. people are so obsessed with fame and so power driven and money hungry. Right. That they will like fucking auction off one of their kids to a famous person that's crazy i mean i get i get some of like the going on tour with michael jackson your son is a dancer he wants to be a dancer i get it but it's a limit it's it's like no you can't no you can't be in a room with my son and michael jackson was what from what people say he needed young friends he was trying to relive his childhood cool just not with my kid Oh. You see what I mean? Or I got to be there. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I just don't understand how people can even have any type of anger towards somebody that they physically gave their kid to. Sick. Disgusting. And and we still haven't seen a, an ounce of proof on Michael Jackson, and yet Oprah just trying to drive the nigga grave deeper down than it is. Yeah, I don't know. It's Get weird that they will, they will do it now when he... He's gone. And Gail was over here just, R. Kelly was just sitting in that chair saying so many lies. People say she's this incredible journalist. She didn't even ask any good questions. Like she was asking basic questions. But when she asked him, has he ever had sex with an underage girl? And he said no. She should have went, bam, here is a marriage certificate with you and Aaliyah. And she was underage. Right. What about the videos? He said that wasn't him in that first video. Okay, bro. And this new video, he doesn't know what they talking about. He ain't in no videos having sex with no underage girl. He denied it all. He said he has never in his life had sex with someone that was underage. So he just married He has made some mistakes in his life with women, but he, that is not one of them. That's not one of them, Brent. How can you possibly? How can you possibly think anybody could believe that shit? It's like he doesn't know that we see him in the video. Like, like hmm, we see you, my the nigga. Fuck? Like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Like, you can't even make that say that lie. Yeah, and then he started getting mad, and then his Beijing started sweating, and and his lines started running. He started at one point. He was he looked like he was crying and laughing at the same time, like really creepy. Crying and laughing at the same yes. time. Yes. Yes, yelling, which camera's on me? Which camera? Oh. I didn't do this. This isn't me. And then he started talking about how he gave us 30 years of his whole life. And this is the thanks, y'all. This how y'all going to do me? Nigga, what? What the fuck are you talking about, bro? You fucking little girl. You think because you gave us 12 play and uh, the chocolate factory. You can have, do, have you sex just, with little girls, bro? Yeah, nigga, fuck out of here. You this tripping, nigga's bro. sick. Got a problem, and and for him to be in jail now, and they said no bail as of now, mm-hmm. no bail for child support. Like, I wonder if he's gonna the next time he chooses to do an interview. First of all, whoever his lawyer is that told him to do this interview should have be fired. Like, what an idiot he sounded like. Yeah, I thought his. I thought maybe they they were thinking that if he showed some emotion. He could win. I don't know. No, it's way too late. What we need right now is honesty. That's it. We don't care, but it's too much proof. Okay. Mm-hmm. The only thing he could do now is come to the to the the the, the, the carpet, 
you know, <laughs> to, to come to the carpet at the church home on bended knee begging for the saints to pray for him and, you know, go to some type of therapy and admit to like his, his issues and then try to and see what happens. You might still go to jail. You know, you should go to jail. Might. He's I think, yeah, yeah. And and whatever happens to you just happens to you. Like, that's it. It's like, the, it's like on, like, not murder, but this is like OJ. Yeah. He beat it one time. He fucking around, mm-hmm. thinking about a law, and now they not going to let you beat it the second time, yeah. bro. You're going to do some time. Mm-hmm. And that's just going to be interesting. He about to do some time. For for do you think it's gonna be for the child support or is it gonna be for the other shit? They're probably giving for the other shit. Mm-mm. Oh man, what else is going on in the non sporting news? Oh, 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 oh. I don't know if you know about this. Um what is the name of this company? Ounces Water. Founded in 2015 by Sons of Anarchy actor Theo Rossi and his wife Megan are under fire for making their 40-ounce bottle of water in the shape of a 40-ounce bottle like the old English 800. Oh, shit. Liquor, right? Looks mm-hmm. bomb. I'm going to show you a picture. Now, to be fair, they have a 20-ounce bottle and they're in the process of putting on a 10-ounce bottle too. So the 20 ounce looks like a beer bottle, like a regular beer bottle yeah. too, but it says 20 ounces on it and the other one says 10 ounces. And the tag phrase is get ounced. And they got like some hip hop music like attached to the campaign or whatever. And they said they didn't mean to, didn't mean any malicious harm. They simply wanted to hydrate and profit off of educating the urban community and felt the bottles were a way to promote hydration while making it easy to figure out if you've had your 80 ounces daily minimum. Yeah. Well, Who's mad about this? The whole community. They have had them removed from the stores. It's in Brooklyn, New York. Um, what is it? Yeah, Brooklyn locals are outraged. They calling it blackface in a bottle. They said they've seen too many family members and friends die or what, hurt bro? people because of alcohol. And they compared it to making like fake cigarettes for kids. And I'm rolling. I'm The only thing I'm mad about is that somebody black didn't think it is. I'm thinking that's cool. Like, I'm like, what? I think that's a great idea. Well, they said that alcohol kills so many black people and there's so many liquor stores in the neighborhood. Okay. Let's ignore the Pepsi and the Coke right. and the Honey Buns and the, the, and the Mountain Dew and the Slushies the and the Hot Dogs. There. All the other bad <laughs> shit that people eat. Some water? Y'all going to make an outrage about it? Get the fuck out of here, bro. Yeah, I'm rolling with this one. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Here, I'm that's mad. Water. The bottle is so dope, It's too. a 40. That's a great idea. You getting 80. Like, drink two of these, bro, and you got 80 ounces of water. Why don't you today? It's not beer. Why are people tripping? They're saying that it's it's equivalent to those fake cigarettes, like those candy cigarettes that they gave kids. It creates a habit. So I guess if you drink a 40 ounce of water, you might drink a 40 ounce guess of what? beer. That's a great idea. Because most people that drink 40 ounces of beer do not chase it with 40 ounces no. of water at all. He's just trying to drink 80 ounces of water and ain't fucking with beer like that. Yeah. They might drink, but not like where it's a habit where you're like, yo, we worried about your life. Yeah. No. That's a good idea. People are hating. I'm with you on that one. And I just feel like our... our 
I understand what they, why they initially might have been mad about it or when you first think about it. But after hearing the catchphrase, and they basically truthfully and honestly said, yeah, we are targeting the urban community because they don't drink a lot of water. They and don't. I think that's an amazing yeah. idea, bro. Like, they don't. <laughs> They don't drink a lot of water. Yeah, and it was like, we figured if we saw this, they saw this bottle, it would actually be a cool way to be like, look, I'm drinking water, 40 ounces of That's water. That's cool. If I saw it in a store, I would get it for sure. Yeah. Like, if I wanted some water and I was like, oh, shit, 40 ounces of water, I'm going to get it. Bro. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I guess we're cool with the Coke and the Pepsi and the Mountain Dew giving right. us diabetes. Everything. High blood pressure. Nothing cancer. good about it. Nothing good about it. But you you allowed them to stock all the stores with that. But somebody trying to put some water in the store and y'all in outrage. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. They lost me on that one. I, I was just like, ah, you can't get me on that one. Um, right, let's get to some sporting news. So Antonio Brown, he was on um, LeBron has that uninterrupted, you know, like. Yeah home base for most athlete podcasts or whatever and i don't really know the schedule i don't get how he's doing these podcasts they just sporadically come out but the most recent one had uh him antonio brown two chains meek mill i don't remember who else they're not important but there was a lot of topics that came up and i wanted to discuss some of them with you um first before we get into the antonio brown let's talk about meek mill said um People in his family think that because he's made it and because he's financially successful, that he owes them. Like he owes certain people in his family money because they was there for him. And he said, so if you give your cousin $10,000 because he came to your rap battles or whatever growing up, what do you give your auntie, his mom? She fed you, you know what I'm saying? She babysat you like, well, like how do I know? what I owe anybody. And that's when he was just like, I don't owe nobody a motherfucking thing. What is your opinion on the athlete or the black entertainer or the black entrepreneur that makes it in the family and what they owe to their family? That's what Meek Mill said is really how you should be. Like you really don't owe, you, you may owe your mom and technically you don't owe anyone anything, even even your mom, anything you want to do for anybody is just out the kindness of your heart. Like, I mm -hmm. want to do that for them. But what he's saying is a scenario that happens to so many athletes. It's like, it happened to me. Mm -hmm. Like, it was me. crazy. It happened to you. Mm -hmm. It happened to just about everybody in the locker room. Like, sometimes we have them, them meetings all the time where they bring a guy in and they put in like a... PowerPoint and talk about what family and people gonna ask you for, and then afterwards is when it get cool because everybody like, yeah, man, this dude asked me for this, and I hate going to like cookouts or family reunions or just hangouts with my family because everybody got something. Everybody like want to try something. Like, yo, we want somebody wait. getting evicted, somebody's car about to get reposed. Repo. Somebody want to start a business that they and you know they not good at stuff like somebody this. Somebody want to go on a vacation. And like it's just everybody out somebody of nowhere. Somebody want to get married. Just wants you to help them out, and it and it's like, and it's weird because part of you like, yeah, I got it. You know, I do want to help people out because just out of the kindness of your heart, you do want to help people out. But then you start realizing like, if I just keep helping everybody out, everybody's just going to keep asking. 
and then it's that's just exactly get, what happens every they depend on you they no longer are paying their own bills at this point right now they they're basically using you as a crutch that's it yeah they they've forgotten their real life issues and things they have going on and have decided since you've made it that now they can slack off and not go to work and not pay their bills and just hit you up and be like yo i'm in a pinch man I really need you to help me out. Instead of actually, you know, doing whatever it is that they do, however they've been maintaining their life, and if an emergency should arise, that's when you're supposed to call your wealthy relative. You don't have any right to live the way they live. I don't give a damn how many games you went to, how many open mics you sat through, how many times you were around the record for him when he was trying to cut his demo. I don't care even if you were shooting with him in the gym, it's yeah. not yours. You're not. not entitled to anything. Right. That person can say yes or no to you. And this, and people kind of get this screwed up too, but this includes your parents. Yeah, that's why I said even your parents. Your just... parents, you didn't ask to be born. And all of us don't have great parents. Let me keep it a thousand with y'all. So I don't owe my parents. Well, my dad, you know, I love him, but I don't owe him a damn thing. And I damn sure don't owe my mama nothing. I, I left her at 13 yeah, for a reason, you yeah. know? And so it's like people really feel entitled to your shit that you've worked for. And they feel like because they're your family members and because they watched you play that you should pay their bills. Or they did anything for you. Yeah. They Remember that run one back. time uh, <laughs> you uh, needed something and I, I, I gave yeah, it to you? Yeah, you a ride. You needed a ride or... I bought you those pair of shoes one time. I knew like, you was going to make it to the NFL. That's why I gave you that ride. Because then I knew then you was going to give me 100000 So you, got you your did new that deal. not out of the kind. You just did that as an investment? Like, wait, what? Right. So what does that make you? A piece of shit. Yeah. So, like, you like it just you were my family member. Whatever you did with me, I thought that's out of love. Yeah. Out of this, just a, you, you like me. You love me. And that's why I'm taking care of you or whatever. Not because... Oh, down the line, I expect things from you. What? Yeah, that's that's kind of how it is. And it's so funny because I, I, I've i never felt like I owed anybody anything. I've always done things for people just because I want to do it. And then even then, you still get taken advantage of. That's what I was saying. You that, know? That's the part. That's what makes it hard. Yeah. That's the part that makes it hard, like, because you do, you are in a better situation than a lot of your family. Mm-hmm. Well, just about all of your family. So now you do, you like, you're naturally, you do want to help people. Mm-hmm. But then you realize that this is not, this is going down a rabbit hole. Like everybody's just going to ask you for money all the time. And that's just going to get ridiculous. Yeah. And then it's like, you start feeling like, damn, like, are we family? Right. Like you start feeling like, are you just around me now because of what I have? Right. You know, and, and it's like, oh, God, it's so stressful. And people always, people that aren't on this side always say this. Oh, if I had $1 million, I would split it up. I got yeah. 10 family members. I would give each one of us 100000 Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I've heard okay? people have that conversation. No, you before. wouldn't. And all of y'all would be broke in about two years. Y'all would be back at square one instead of you making something with the money and being able to assist your family in need or if they do have a good business and you invest in it but just giving people money 
that right. are already not good financially, that don't know what they're doing. Right. It's just stupid. Yeah. Especially a big lump sum of money. They're yeah, just going to blow us a waste. It's bad. Mm, mm, mm. I ain't got it. That's what I'm be saying. I ain't fucking got it. But um, something else that they talked about, um, they obviously talked about Antonio Brown and his situation. And he was basically talking about how um, Ben, mm-hmm. Rapeless Burger, mm-hmm. was, was the reason that he wants to leave. Because he's on his little Monday morning podcast flaming everybody. Right. And the coaches are allowing it. And the owners are in GMs, then nobody's saying nothing. He just gets to say whatever he wants on this show, and everybody's supposed to accept it. And then you can't say nothing about him in the locker room. And then when Le'Veon was, was sit holding out, then you can't have his back either. And he was just like, fuck this organization. I'm cool. All right. All right. Like, I don't want to be here. I want to go somewhere else. He's, he basically was saying that he wanted to go somewhere where every, nobody was jealous or in their feelings. Like, I don't know who he was trying to talk about is jealous or. You know, because I imagine, and I've heard him and Juju have a good relationship. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he was saying Ben was jealous of him or or what was going on, but he wants know. to play with people that aren't jealous, that aren't, you know, wrapped up in themselves. Maybe he's talking about the, well, no, the, the linemen? You know, you always hear about the them linemen. I always just say stuff that would piss you off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. I ain't even, oof. I just I feel know. like I, so he was he was basically just you know going off as usual about why he wanted to be out, and um, so two things came of this conversation. One was one of the teams, um, one of the teams that was that I'd say was interested in him is no longer interested in him. They have pulled out of the uh, the trade. Uh, negotiations Arizona Cardinals okay they pulled out and it doesn't say you know I didn't figure out why um why the hell can I find my notes um but they pulled out and then before they pulled out Larry Fitzgerald yeah he comes forward and he says he does not understand why AB is doing this he basically said I would die to have a dope franchise, possibly mm-hmm. um, Hall of Fame quarterback on a winning team that's always in the playoffs and has championships. He was like, you're crazy. Like, basically, like, buckle up. Like, yeah. shut up. Right. Enjoy the ride. No, I see you. Don't side. come here. <laughs> look, please don't come here. We ain't we ain't what it looked like because that yeah. was one of the teams that he was looking at. I, I, can, I can definitely see um, Fitzgerald's point. Because Fitzgerald is a great receiver. Mm-hmm. And they had a run where the Cardinals was good, but to be in the Steelers, like like it or not, they're a good organization. Like they mm-hmm. they're always in the hunt for the playoff. Like it's they might have a couple down years, but for the most part, the Steelers are always good. So to it's it's only gonna be lateral if you leave the Steelers. It's not like you're gonna go up somewhere. And it's not many. What team could he go to that would take Antonio? Would, the Patriots is the only team that he could go to if he wants to go up from right. there. Now, I mean, when you talk about front office and coaching, that could be different, you know. But as far as, like, overall getting it done, getting to the playoffs every year, being competitive, you know, they had some dry years, yeah. you know, 
but the Steelers are historically a historically good organization. Good organization that makes it a playoff. You never have to worry about if you're going to be able to compete every week right. in Pittsburgh, and a lot of that is because of the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, Ben was great. He's not great anymore to me, but he's always been a you know a really good quarterback mm-hmm. and getting it done. But at, at some point. I think what Antonio Brown is trying to say is that's no longer enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he is basically saying he has made a lot of money already. He has shut up and dealt with enough. Yeah. Now I want to play somewhere I actually want to be, where I'm wanted, where things are done right, I presume. Because mm-hmm. I agree with him that uh, Rapeless Burger shouldn't have that Monday morning podcast. He shouldn't do that. Unless it's something that's uplifting the team. Yeah, he could have a podcast and he might be, shit can say some things that went wrong, but to just, the stuff I'll be hearing and like you tell me is is a lot. Yeah. Like just down, just saying people did this wrong, saying people did this wrong. Like that's. And then you're giving your quarterback who already is low key the man, you're giving him like a God complex on the team. Right. He just feel like he could talk down to everybody. Mm -hmm. That just make everybody feel like, and I'm a I'm a believer in this. Like I feel like teams work best when everybody everybody is just like together. Right. When you got somebody that feels like they're above the whole team, that's kind of ridiculous to me. And you know what? I don't even know if it's really like so much that he thinks he's above the whole team, as more of like um, almost like. Well, I guess would be above, but he sees himself like a coach. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he doesn't think like he's a player, like because the the quarterback is. That's because you're a quarterback. He's been the yeah. starting quarterback for however many years. They won Super Bowls. They're good. He's probably going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and he got away with rape multiple yeah. times. Like you can't touch that nigga. Untouchable. Unfucking touchable. So AB was, you know upset about that and and that's part of the reason he's probably going to be traded by friday they said yeah you should have a team i mean i don't know where uh, oakland he's looking at oakland why i have no idea gruden probably saying they're gonna be good soon oh god tennessee titans is what i'm hearing Um, indianapolis that'd be cool san francisco maybe Maybe that'd be good. And the Jets and the good. Cardinals are out. Yeah, he shouldn't. Now, go he shouldn't go down too. Yeah, those other the other teams sound pretty decent though. Yeah, but um, another piece of that interview that I wanted to talk about was he took a shot at Shannon Sharp. How? So he um, he called him a coon. On the podcast? Yes. Those exact words. Let me, let me, I'm going to paraphrase this, but I'm going to read something to you. Uh, he said he's a coon. He's playing a nigga on Undisputed, using the blunts, the black and miles, the Hennessy, the backwoods as like hood nigga props. And he questioned whether he and other successful NFL players who are in the media business fumbled the bag Mm. and that's why they have to do that job and so they just be mad at the niggas that still getting money this is all a paraphrase but 
Yeah. Basically, that's what he's saying. That yeah. Sharp fumbled the bag, and that's why he's doing th- journalism. He even asked LeBron, like, LeBron, when you retire, you going to come back and, and sit on the TV and, and, and talk about all the niggas that's in the league you played in? And then I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, hold on. First of all, first of all, the NBA and the NFL are two different monsters. Right. And the NBA actually takes care of their black athletes that come into the media business. As you can see, there's way too many of them motherfuckers calling the games, comment. They're not even that good at it. But I have to respect the NBA because they will hire their their talent. Mm-hmm. They will hire black players that as GMs even, you know, front office guys, coaches. They know that they need those black athletes in that locker room. They need them in those negotiations. Like it helps business. The NFL is so far from that. No, so yeah, far from that. And what you get in a lot of NFL commentators is shucking and jiving, right? Yeah. Making sure you don't upset massa. And say nothing off track so you keep your job. Yeah. Shannon Sharp is not that nigga at all. I don't watch a lot, but the times I do watch, he seemed cool. His points are cool. It's not like corny. Sharp is that he's playing a character on his show. It's funny. Mm -hmm. He brings all types of Hennessy. The bottles don't even be open. Yeah, no, I know. None of the bottles be open. Hen dog. Yeah, he be having the 1942, the blacks, all, like, he's just playing around. That's not Cooney. Yeah. You want to know what Cooney is? Jason Whitlock. Yeah. Fucking, um, what's the little corny uh, linebacker nigga's name? Ray, Ray Lewis. Lewis. Stephen A. sometimes. And the female version, which we call bedwinching, Sage Steele. <laughs> Bedwinch, what a term. These, yes, these are shuck and jive. I'm going to say whatever Massa tells me to say on the airwaves to keep my job. Shannon Sharp is not one of those guys. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not going to let you do it. No. And I know you mad. I know you stomping out of goddamn Pittsburgh with his arms all folded up tight across his chest. I know he's angry and everything, but you can't take a shot at Shannon. Why are he mad at Shannon Sharp, though? Because Shannon Sharp said that he has a lot of people around him that are afraid to tell him the truth. That he doesn't, like, like when he said he wanted to go on the team, people that aren't jealous, that people aren't this and that, you're a diva. No, okay? he definitely is. You're a diva, and for you to even question other people, that's so diva. Wait, what do you mean by Like question? he's talking about he don't I want want to go on a team where this guy's worried about this and this guy's worried about this and I want everybody to just be on one team and want want to play and I'm like that's not you though. That is not you. Like I've watched him I've I watched you play against him and if a ball goes to the other side he like stomp his feet like slam his arms down on his on his thighs like yeah. he wants the ball even when it's somebody else's play. Right. And it's and that could be a hunger for the game, but there's also some diva and pouting in that. Like this is how I knew like he's a like all receivers all want the ball, especially the good ones. That's something you want them to have. Mm-hmm. But like when it's a game that y'all win and like stuff just going right, like it's a good win. Mm-hmm. And you're mad? Mhm. You're a diva. You're a diva. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're a diva. Sharp has said, you know, some of the things that he doesn't like about Antonio in this process. And everybody has different opinions, you know? Um, I, I like the way he's handling it, but that's because that's who I am. I am a blunt, brutally honest, in your face, I don't give a fuck who gets mad type of person. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's how he's handling this. He really is just out here just like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, suck my dick. I'm out. Trade me. And and telling, saying how he feels about everything and using social media. Yeah. And so a lot of people just wish he would be what you call professional about it. Be a role model. And I think he is being a great role model, in my opinion, because he's being himself. And that's, that's the best role model. And I don't care. Whatever's wrong with you, be yourself. That's a great point. Yeah. I think I think like <clears throat> stuff like that is is good though, in a way. In because a way it's good because it it shows people going against like just what they're making everybody be cookie cutter to do. Yeah. And like he's doing what he wants to do. He wants to dip, he's not happy. And he's he's handling it as such. And I I'm I just want him to remove that word coon. And I was offended at LeBron and none of them even said anything. Like Sharp is one of us. He's this is one thing I can say about Shannon Sharp, regardless of what it is, he doesn't always cover every topic that is controversial. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But whenever there is one or whenever he there's an opinion about something controversial or whatever, it's his opinion. You ain't never finna get the corporate opinion. Never. Yeah. Anything with black people, with black athletes, everything. He is fist in the air. Yeah. His opinion is, his blackness has never wavered to me. Maybe they ain't want to like, they would just let Antonio Brown have his. But see, that's, but that's, see, that's why it's bad. That's not a good podcast. That's not a good show. You just going to sit there and yes, man, this nigga. That was a teachable moment, in my opinion. You yeah. know? I feel you. And they should have took that moment and been like, hold on. Because you, 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 there's only a few of us out here that's keeping it real on the radio and on the air. And I feel like Shannon Sharp is one of them. So and we you gotta, are offended that he came at somebody you feel like is doing it right. Yes. Yes. And I feel like LeBron knows that as well. But Why do you think LeBron knows that? Because LeBron and Shannon Sharp have a, a bromance, obviously. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know? And LeBron watches everything on social media, so I know he knows. I'm pretty sure he's talked to Sharp. And I feel like he should he should understand that Sharp is one of those people that should be protected at all costs. Just like how Le- Sharp don't let nobody say nothing about LeBron. And I know LeBron knows that. I know he knows. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, damn, dog, like, you, maybe he checked him off the air. You know, maybe he did what Steve, what Steve Harvey should have did to Monique and discussed some things with her off air instead of just trying to put it out there. Maybe that's what he did. Maybe behind closed doors he said That's something. what I'm saying. Like, he let him get it off because he, maybe he didn't want to just get into a, bro, what are you talking about on his show? But he should. That's where the moment is. That's where the fans are. That's where the listeners are. That's where the moment no, is. No, I'm not saying you're wrong in your way of handling it. If you do it that way, you do it that way. But LeBron's way, it might have been, all right, let him get what he want to say. 
And then after the show, I'm going to talk to him and tell him, like, yo, I don't really agree with you on what you're saying. Right. And I don't agree with that. That's cool. <laughs> that is perfectly fine. Yeah. So we're going to remove that word coon, Antonio, from from the homie Sharp. We don't play that. We do not play that. Um, moving on. Um, Let's talk about the Celtics. Yes. Yeah. The Celtics are they gonna be okay? Yes. After they smacked y'all, you feel like they're gonna be fine now. I feel like they'll be straight in the playoffs because there has been a struggle in Paradise from the beginning, and I said probably a while back, probably around Christmas, that there was one person to blame, and oh God, Rondo doesn't sit with the team. Rondo, oh God, what the <laughs> fuck is God? I can't even fucking do my podcast. Rondo chooses to sit with fans instead of the Lakers bench. Oh my God! Y'all are falling apart. We gonna get there, y'all. Let's talk. Let's shit on the Celtics first, and then we gonna shit on the Lakers. How about that? Deal. Deal. I know you, fucking deal. Deal. Anyway, um, I said a long time ago that Brad Stevens—that's his name. That's the coach. Yeah. He needs to get his shit together. Like you have to appoint somebody, the guy, the man. Kyrie is the man. No, he's not. The team is not on board that Kyrie is the man. They're not. And that's the problem. If they were on board, we wouldn't be seeing these issues that we're having because everybody wants the ball. That's the problem. You cannot have the ball. If Kyrie's the man, guess what? We're going to give him the ball, all the balls. And whenever we can get everybody else the ball, then we're going to get it. You got to lose like that because if you don't, Kyrie's going to feel like I came here for no reason. I'm the man. Why you think I left LeBron? You think I left LeBron to come over here and and be a, 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 a duo with somebody or something? I was already with LeBron. He came over here to get buckets, to get all the balls, to get all the main shots. And now they're saying, well, we got this really incredible team. So you're saying because he didn't get one main shot, the, the one one that everybody's talking about. That's that is- when that's when coaching matters in the NBA. You're not coaching these guys every play like football players where they call every single play for y'all like y'all stupid or something. In the NBA, they call the plays up and down the court yeah, all the I time. And when you have a moment where you have a last second shot, that's when coaching comes in. That's when you need your coaches. Those moments like but that. But it looked like the coach did call a play for Kyrie to get yeah, the ball. But you always got other ge- options. And guess what happened? Kyrie did not get the ball. Yeah. Period. Yeah. So you drew it up and they didn't listen. What that mean? <laughs> I mean, I feel. I think they're going to be straight, though. I feel like they could beat anybody in the Before East. they smash out, first of all. Even they, they, before they did that, I think they're going to be straight. I could be wrong. They just lost the last five out of six. Brent, they don't even, they look like they're in shambles like the Lakers. Like they're angry with each other. There's beef. Kyrie is mad. That the, could be. The playoffs don't start to win. April 20th, around about. Yeah. They'll be they got right. about 30 They 30 got the days. most, they'll probably, I mean, Talent-wise, they're probably the most talented team in the East. You got the Sixers are they're you starting five. You just keep disrespecting the Raptors. The Raptors aren't the most talented team. They might be the best. Okay. They might be the best right now. Okay. What? They're not arguing. What you mean they're not they're arguing? They're not arguing with each other. 
No, that's that why I said matters. they're not the most talented, but they are the best right now. That matters. It does. He's going to see in the playoffs. Yeah. And so <clears throat> Shaq says, this is funny to me. <clears throat> Shaq says, Kyrie needs to let these young guys play and get in where he fit in. Nah. First of all, Kyrie is 26 years old. Yeah. Uh, Goddamn, outside of Tatum, who's 21, everybody else is 23 to 25. Who he's supposed to be bowing down to? Who? Which one? He said he, it benefited his career when he was in Orlando. He let Penny play. That benefited him. And then he said when we went to the Lakers, he eventually let Kobe, you know, play. And that benefited him. And he learned that it's better Hold when on, you let. Yes. He said Shaq, it's better when you. first off, you are a big man. That's what I was about to say. First of all, that's a whole nother situation with a big guy. You got to get the ball. Like, Kyrie's the guard. Like, he's. Ball dominant he's guard. guard. He's the guy. Like it should run through him. Respect should. He's the he's the best player on the Celtics. Mm-hmm. They do have a lot of talent all over the floor. But and some nights, maybe he can. Like it doesn't chill. matter what night it is. Nobody on the floor is better than Kyrie on no. any night. Whoever's no, guarding they're who? They're not. They're not. So who is he talking about? He should. He should. Bow Shaq down is to. tripping. Don't even. Shaq just be talking sometimes. Like <laughs> never take Shaq serious. Like Shaq is cool and he, you know, he's one of the best players ever. But Sometimes he just be talking when he, you know, that's his opinion. But bow, why should Kyrie bow down to anybody? Who's and a it's better not, bucket? And it's on not that like team. you said. It ain't like Kyrie is like thirty eight years old and like he ain't even thirty yet. Nah, yeah, like bro, he can still. <laughs> he'll go. be twenty seven this year. Next this month, I believe he'll be twenty seven. But but maybe he trying like what I think he's trying to say is like sometimes as. His role as the guy on the team should be sometimes just letting, building other people's confidence Mm-mm. and letting other people get buckets. Cause That's not why he the, came there, though. But listen, <laughs> because in the playoffs, like we know Kyrie could go off in, in a playoff game and win games, win a series for you. But like if you, you build your team's confidence through the season, mm-hmm. when the playoffs come and when you need, when they start doing, the defense gets tighter, they start you know trapping you after half court. It'd be better to But have, we're not talking about Kobe. We're talking about a guy that does actually pass the ball. Like we're talking about an unselfish player. All he's saying is run it through me every time. Yeah. I mean it should. And that's what he came for. That's really what he came for. And now you're in a situation where now you have all these guys who are just like, Well, we got there without you. It was just LeBron. I think they're going to be straight. I really do. I think that these issues are going to haunt them. I think that it causes people not to want to play together, eventually not to even want to win together. That's, no, chemistry is, is yes. big in sports. It's huge. In basketball, really. Yeah. Because it's like a fluid game. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, you need chemistry. People need to want to do stuff. People got to know like what's going on and buy in. Yes. And, you know, but I really do feel like they'll be straight. So Barkley has something to say about Kyrie, but let me preface, let me preface this, this entire discussion. So David Silver, the NBA commissioner, said the majority of the players in the league are unhappy and there's a lot of jealousy in the NBA circles. 
Barkley said that was the stupidest thing he's ever heard any commissioner ever say because guys are only working six months out of the year, staying in the best hotels, making 20, 30, and $40 million a year. They ain't got no problems. And he and if they do, he doesn't understand how today's players could be unhappy making that much money because for him, money makes you happy. <laughs> I mean, that's how Barkley feels. Yeah, well, then he doubled that down and said, Kyrie Irving is the most miserable per- miserable person he's ever seen in his life. Granted, he don't know this nigga at all. Doesn't know him, but said he's the most miserable person he's ever seen in his life. Why? He said because he's making all that money and he's still upset about things. <laughs> what? Yes. Nigga can't be mad because he got a lot of money? Can't yes. be upset? Yes. That's, if that ain't some coon shit, that just sounds like, hey... You nigger, you're rich now. You should you should be happy about you everything just in have life. The biggest cheese yeah. every single day. And you know, part of it comes with the fact that you know recently Kyrie has been visibly disgruntled and angry in the press and the media, and there was even like um, some some audio and video of him leaked when he was walking into the stadium to go warm up. And, you know, there's a camera that follows him from the moment he walks into the building. Mm -hmm. There's a camera that's, like, literally on him unless he's in the bathroom. And as he got dressed, he came out of the locker room. The guy was, like, boom, right there waiting for him at the door. And he was, like, oh, my God. He was, like, I'll tell you one thing. When I retire, I'm never going to miss this bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, he was angry about it. Like, he just was sick of the cameras. And Barkley's just, like, what are you mad about? You're making a lot of money. Like, you're miserable. You're you're the most... How you gonna call this man the most miserable person in the world? First of all, Kyrie is... He's frustrated right now, obviously, but he's a very happy-go-lucky kind of guy. Yeah. Like, he's always smiling. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's, like, saying that because Kyrie is upset about... He said he didn't come to the NBA for to be famous or to be somebody's role model. He came to play basketball. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And it's like, I think that a lot of people don't understand that just because you look at an athlete like a god, like somebody that should be revered and, and, and you know, bowed down to, that doesn't mean that they want to be seen like that. Right. You I, know? I understand that. Yeah. And it just comes with it. You know, it's like he's bothered by it now. Like, he's bothered that everything he tweets is a thing yeah anything like it's it's so whack and it's so i look at sports so differently it's like they take it and make it like gossip everything like yeah they just gossip about what people say and twist it and what does mm-hmm. this mean i'm like bro and that's exactly what david silver was talking about when he said the players are miserable it all stemmed back to social media and them saying they can't even be regular people. They can't even, like, say anything about how they feel about anything. Like, nothing. I got it. And that's one of the reasons I got, like, off of, off of Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I just remember times, like, and you remember when I was on Twitter, I would just tweet, like, watching something. Watching, I'm just, watching Game of Thrones. I remember one time I was watching Game of Thrones and I tweeted, like, yo, I just watch. Like a couple of something with Game of Thrones, this show is dope, whatever. And like, in an article came out and it says, while other guys are training and, and doing all this stuff, Brent Grimes is watching uh, Game of Thrones. He's apparently not getting ready. And I'm like, <laughs> bro, what? Yes, I remember that. 
like what like that's crazy yeah. Yeah. and then i see like they'll just anything that he says in the media like even take when Kyrie said we'll see about free agency or whatever mm -hmm. like really we'll see like we're gonna see what's happening but now they twist it Kyrie doesn't want to be here all this like all, like yeah he can't say anything. He can't say anything about anything. Everything is a problem. Everything is something. Like it's when you're just, a professional athlete, it's like gossip. It's like it's like uh, celebrity gossip for guys mm -hmm. and girls. And, and most of these guys just want to be a regular guy that happens to be a professional. They just who and just want to talk. They want to crack Twitter jokes. Like Their jokes are else. taken serious. They get fined for their jokes. Can't say shit. Yeah, it's whack. It's like yeah. social media is so dope, but at the same time, it's so. It's too many losers that control it. Their feelings get hurt. It. It's their, their pussy. You know, a lot of these niggas got pussies. So whenever their pussy gets hurt and, you know, starts bruising or bleeding, then they want to call the Twitter police and they gang up on you and have fake outrage about something that someone famous said that they look up to. I look up to you. My kid. He, he wants to be just like you. Right. He doesn't want to be like me, his dad. He wants to be like you. And you're fucking it up for him That's being like you. That's your bad. Yes. It's your bad. You're a fucking bad, you idiot. You're bad. Yeah. And they really let's put all this pressure on these athletes to be great and to say all the right things and, and to be positive. It's like, go fuck yourself, man. Like, they're regular people, too. They're Wanna regular joke, ass people. Say what they're doing. Crack some jokes. Have fun. But it's just like you can't do shit without it being turned and screwed and whatever you say broken down and overanalyzed by a bunch of people just with nothing else to talk about. Yeah. Pretty much. So um, congratulations are in order for LeBron James. LeBron James. Shout out LeBron. He just passed buckets. Jordan on the all-time scoring list. I'm sure that's higher than this, but he needed to get 32,280, and he got it. Um, mm -hmm. You can check that on my Instagram. Um, he's currently at number four behind Kobe, who has 33,643, Carl Malone, 36,928, and Kareem, 38,387. So he is 6,000 from Kareem. Is it possible before he retires? How many points did people be getting in a season? Like, um, like I don't depends even, on who it is. Because, I mean, LeBron. Like, like as somebody that's averaging 25 plus. Okay, like, I'm going to show you. I'm going to do it right now. So, LeBron's averaging 27 right now. Yeah. Times 82 games. So, 2,214 a yeah, year. It's possible. If you, you got 27 is a lot. So. No, I'm saying even if you go down to. Yeah. Like 22. Yeah, people are saying that it is very possible. Um, you know, he's in top 10 in assists <clears throat> all time. And um, the, the discussion is obviously, is, is he now the GOAT? Because one of the things that people argued Jordan was better than LeBron at was scoring the basketball. Mm -hmm. Now, LeBron came out he in is. high school. Came out in high school, so he obviously has more games played than Jordan. But... I don't think people understand scoring the basketball is scoring the basketball. Mm -hmm. It is just putting it in the hoop. Right. And LeBron does it better than Jordan. I don't agree with that. What do you think? You think LeBron is a better scorer than no, Jordan? No, no, no. He's done it more times than him. 
he played more games. Uh, about a hundred. One season. That's a whole season more. Hmm. And some. <laughs> so Jordan is a better scorer. Jordan is a better scorer. He just doesn't didn't score as many points as LeBron. Do you think that's because LeBron didn't have better teams and he had to score more? I'm not understanding. Jordan got a higher scoring average than LeBron. Yes, but he doesn't have more points. Because LeBron played more games. Yeah, but there, he, he will pass that as well. We, I mean, he's going to play more than him and kill nah, his he's numbers. Gonna, yeah, I mean, he's played more, so he's going to have more numbers, and he does score a lot of points. He scores. He's LeBron scores the basketball Yeah, quite well. Right. Now. Why is it still being said that LeBron doesn't score as much as Jordan? As if he, he's a, I guess he's a two guard, so he's his job is to score the basketball more, which is a higher average. Yeah. But when you're talking about just scoring the basketball, this right here is scoring the basketball. This stat says, I score the basketball. Who says LeBron doesn't score the basketball? Everybody. That is that is the one. He averaged like 27, 28. That's, that's probably that's, his like career average. That's, yeah, that's not enough. Jordan was better. I do think Jordan is a better scorer. Better scorer. Yeah, like. So not he, better at scoring the basketball? What's the difference? What? LeBron's, like, I feel like if you're saying who's better at, like, the after offensive a, repertoire. I after like. 100 and let's say 150 games, LeBron, in the next 150 games, LeBron will still have more points than Jordan if you take out those games. Okay. Because he's still playing, right? Yeah. So what's the difference? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. LeBron, I feel like Jordan's a better scorer, just a more natural scorer than LeBron to me. That's the thing he does better than LeBron is what you're saying? Yeah. So do you think that LeBron is a better basketball player than Jordan? Um, I don't know. Start a pick. I would take Jordan. If you were starting a franchise and you had to start off with one of them, you would pick Jordan over LeBron. Yeah. Would. would you pick Iverson over Jordan? No. So it would be Jordan. Yeah. Mm, I would pick LeBron. It's not like I'm not going to say you're stupid. <laughs> like that's a good pick. Yeah. LeBron, Jordan. It's not the good. popular choice. What, LeBron? Yeah. I mean, Jordan is like, people are seeing LeBron now. Jordan is like mythical in a way. Mm-hmm. Like nobody wants to say like Jordan's the goat, so it's kind of like now they don't want to give like people that grew up watching Jordan definitely don't want to like give LeBron dad. LeBron the goat status or whatever. And then LeBron's biggest thing is like the losses in the finals, his I, free throws. See, this like, is my thing. This is essentially like kind of how I look at you with other people, and you always say. If they take the names off the jerseys and the shield off and they just line us up at corner 
and no names, no nothing, it will be clear that I am overall head and above shoulders better than every corner in the league. Yeah. I feel the same way about LeBron. If you literally just lined up some five of the best basketball players that, of, of their generations, I just feel like LeBron would be better at everything. You know what I mean? Like, just overall. Yeah. I mean, I can see Period. That. LeBron is uh, is a monster. Yeah. Especially, and it's like, who doesn't want somebody that could do everything? Yeah. I mean, I feel you. That's why I say I can't really argue it. Like, if you say I like LeBron, I really feel like. I feel like Jordan is an assassin. You really, know what I mean? He's yeah. an assassin. He's a sniper. But Jordan couldn't do it alone. And neither could LeBron. Nobody can. Yeah. Every like you obviously gonna have your your stallion, your god as mm-hmm. like yo, we need this dude, or this is what's gonna be the catalyst to us winning. But everybody needs other people. Nobody yeah. can say like Kobe won this championship, Jordan won like no, it was other people. Yes. And and getting to like like people compare this. Would you rather have lost three times in the first round but won six championships after that never lost in the finals mm-hmm. or been nine times in a row to the finals won six championships you would rather have the six never lost yeah that's understandable i'd rather have six and never lost i think the other side shows a, like a different kind of player to me I feel like Jordan was in his era couldn't be touched now there's questionable whether Houston would have won you know I don't know how you feel about those two no years. I, I, I think it would have been a good series but I think uh, I just feel like Elijah would have got one I really do I mean that's fair but right but I, I look at so. who who Jordan had on his team and everybody tries to argue oh his team wasn't that great yes it was yeah it was Jordan's team? Yes. He had really good teams. Oh, uh, yeah. And LeBron was taking niggas to the to the chip that. <laughs> yeah, the early one, like when he lost at the Cavs, when he took, you know, Larry Hughes and Eric Snow and them to mm-hmm. the finals. I mean, I don't think anybody expected him to win. That's an acceptable loss. But it's the other ones. The Dallas loss. The Dallas loss. like even the, That's like, really the only one. Yeah, but, you know, you got LeBron and you playing in the finals, people think you're going to win, even if you're playing against a great team. Even if you're playing against the Warriors, you're LeBron. You're the best player ever. He became that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So people expect you to win. Mm-hmm. So they're going to hold it against you. That's just, you know, no, that's, that's just a court, public opinion court. Holding right something against you is one thing, but trying to say your legacy isn't what it is because other niggas wasn't dope is another thing. It's not It's not saying your legacy isn't what it is. It's only if, you, if you're making a greatest of all time argument, people are going to use one is 6-0 in the finals. So it's mm-hmm. six finals MVPs. One is... Three losses in the first round. I mean, whatever. We I'm talk just about saying, if you're going to talk about playoffs in general, yeah. that's a that's cool. a stat. Cool. We could say that. But we're going to also say six finals, six finals wins, six finals MVPs. And then you got... Five uh, MVPs. Five? 
I believe. Uh, Who yeah. won an MVP when Jordan was there? <laughs> Who? I don't know if it's finals Pippen? MVPs, uh, but five MVPs total. Yeah, he might. Want, I'm talking about finals MVPs. Okay. Six of them things. Okay. Then you got LeBron. Was he three and five? Mm, three and six. Three and six. Mm-hmm. So it's like pff, you gotta know people gonna say that. Yeah, that's this. It's fair. I just I like to say the reason LeBron is the goat is not because of anything else outside of he is the best basketball player we've ever seen. Period. Jordan yeah. is is a, an assassin. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. But overall, LeBron does everything at a high level and better than a lot of people in their own positions. Like he's why is he in the top 10 in assists? Cuz he plays point guard. But he how is he even able to do that? At 6'8", 260. That's incredible. Because he handles the ball all the time. He's one of the he's he, arguably But why the best is he ever. able to do that? He's one of the best players ever. Because he trained to be. Because he is better than everybody else. You don't just wake up 6'8", able to handle the ball like that. That takes training. That takes skill. That takes IQ. True. All these things. It's not easy. I played the game. I know how hard it is to actually stay. He's in the top 10 assists of all time in the NBA. Look how hard that is? For a nigga that's 6'8", that, that's, that's still scoring, in the t- he's, t- he's number four in scoring also? Yeah. That's fucking lit. the ball all the time. And he does the right things with it. Yeah, a lot of people of have the ball all the time and they don't do the right things yeah, with it. Yeah, a lot of people aren't LeBron James. Yes, so. the GOAT. <laughs> the goat, <laughs> and now the scrutiny is that if the Lakers don't make the playoffs, which there's a great chance they do not make the playoffs, based on schedule and the fact that LeBron went down with his very first injury and it happened to be soft tissue, which you know that's that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. I don't think people understand the difference between you know just a regular muscle issue and a soft tissue issue. That's critical, and. Being his first injury, I feel like what I what I think, and I don't know this for sure, but I think he might be not all the way right. Nah, he right. I don't know. At this point, he right. So, do you think that? Do you think that the issue because there's this thing that he's not playing defense, like he's not checked in, you know? He's averaging 27, almost nine rebounds. I think LeBron assists. knows his team isn't that good. And he's just like, I'm going to. And he might have some, like, it's, it's human nature. Like, oh, I ain't close out. Like, yeah, it's going to happen sometimes. LeBron, just to be honest, is not used to, like, all his other teams, especially, you know, after the beginning of his career. Mm-hmm. He's always had a, somebody else that could. Uh, you know, Guard the- take over, give him a little break. Also, he had teams where this is the first team in a while for LeBron where it wasn't shooters everywhere on the floor. Right. So it's a whole different game, and I think he's frustrated because he knows it in but his why mind. Why be even be frustrated when when we knew? When I say we, I mean we, as in me, knew that if we don't get another star, 
there's a great chance that you don't go to the playoffs. Last because year they go to the playoffs, eleven seed. He probably wanted something to happen. It was <laughs> but rumors. you didn't get the trades. There was no. There's no, without the trades. This Laker team. There's an L in the first round, especially at the eight number eight. That's an L. Yeah, that's a sweet possible but, but you L. Got, but so so what? So you're just saying okay? I just want to get to the playoffs, knowing that I am not prepared i am not capable you supposed to just fake it like oh yeah i'm gonna get there and something's gonna miraculously happen and we're gonna be this great team that we haven't been all year you're talking about lebron or the lakers like i came into this remember i told you i said if we don't get somebody this no is- i was i was meant to i was going to say this on your podcast I was going to say this today. Like, you said at the beginning of the year, <laughs> like, I don't think we're going to make the playoffs. I did. And I was like, man, I think they can make the playoffs just out of respect for LeBron. I don't think the team is that good, but LeBron might be able to get them there. And before the injury, they were doing really they good. They were. They were a four seed. So, it's no telling what would have happened if he didn't get hurt for that many games. But now That would have still been a stretch. It would now, st- now it is what it is. They're the 10th. 11th, whatever they are right now. I think they're like 11th right now. So, I think LeBron is dealing with frustration. He hasn't been to the playoffs. Not, I mean, has made the playoffs for like nine, so many straight years. years. Yeah. So he don't know what he's like. Frustrated. He's he's also used to a certain certain stuff is not happening. He's also he whether he admits it or not, LeBron worries about and thinks about. All that legacy and mm-hmm. being the best player of all time, and what people going to say if they don't make the playoffs. In my opinion, some of that stuff shows on the court. But you have to understand, like, look at all the injuries. Lonzo's been injured. Rondo's he, been out. That's Kuzma's cool. been out. And that you can't. Granted, you you got to play with who you got. But there's nothing you could do about those things. And this isn't cool. like this isn't a big deal to me. No, I I feel all. the same way, but I feel like. Part of it is like this supposed to be a building here. frustration. You know, he wanted to do a better than what's going on, and it's showing sometimes. That's it, especially when it's in a game, and he might have came in with the good attitude, like you're talking about. Like, man, we're just gonna go out and play, do our thing, and then when people ain't doing what he want for four, like how it's supposed to go for three, four quarters. Now he's just like, man, what the fuck. And he's frustrated. I bet he can't wait till his son graduate high school. He's probably like, man, suppose I get D Wade's son over here, and my son over here. LeBron, my nigga, we're gonna get Melo's son over. Le- Melo, go- Le- LeBron, we playing with everybody's kid. Everybody's kid. All man. the homies' kid, Chris Paul's son. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you called it though. But I felt I I thought I was giving it more credit because of LeBron strictly. Mm-mm. But I thought that team was just put was, together yeah, poorly. Poorly, it's just a lot of young guys that they can't shoot. It, if it they could be young, no but shooter. you need some snipers. Yeah, they can't shoot. I don't give a fuck how fast they get up and down the court, do layups. Niggas shoot threes in this league. Yeah, they thought they you were gonna do like the up. old, old like Showtime. We're gonna be up and down the court, and LeBron's gonna be the Magic Johnson and. No, you gotta bro. stop behind that three point line. It's different. It's different. Yeah, niggas is lining up behind there, letting you get a layup and hit a three on and you. And when they bog down the, the court and the game slow down a bit, you need threes to open it up now. 
Mm-mm-mm. Well, I don't want to go out on that negative note. I want to go out on some positive and say congrats again <clears throat> to LeBron. LeBron's the man, bro. And um, we're going to get out of here, but I was going to tell you that I thought that your Warriors are looking a little trash as well on the way out. I mean. You guys I'm, you guys look like you need some help. They look like they're bored. Also, I feel Oh, they like, look bored. I also feel like the Warriors are a weakness of the Warriors that hasn't been a weakness what? in a while is their second unit isn't as good and they're a little banged up but their second unit used to be like a problem they used to have a, the bench mob what yeah, the raptors their, had their second unit would come in and that's what really what would blow the games open yeah now their second unit comes in and it's like oh shit like they're struggling to keep now our lead. first unit got to come back in and like turn this around and that's the difference. This is this is a beatable year for you guys then. The playoffs, I don't feel I, I want to see the playoffs and like is I'm a Warriors fan, but I like seeing Who are you afraid game. of? Anybody in the West? Uh, are you even afraid of Denver at all? No. I'm not Houston? really afraid of anybody. Houston? I'm not for the for the Warriors, I'm not afraid of anybody. Houston could be a problem because they got Harden and, and Chris Paul and they can both win game. Like they can win it. Them two people can win a game for you. So in the NBA, like that's a problem, just like what they did last year. But I feel like they're a different team, and I feel like the Warriors are handling. Oklahoma, no. Sacramento, <laughs> no. But Sacramento is they a give y'all fucking they problems. Problem. Every I, do, game. I feel like the Warriors are going to the finals, but I feel like it will be some some games. It'll be tough. It'll be fun to watch. I feel like it won't be just a a blowout after blowout after blowout. And before we go, I gotta hear this again because you keep you keep talk. First, you was talking about the Sixers. Now you talking about the Celtics. Who you got in the finals of the East? The Celtics. And who? Oh, the finals, Celtics Raptors. And you got the Celtics winning. Yep. Yeah, bet I got Toronto. Good pick. Toronto, I got Toronto. Is definitely I, playing the best. Yeah, I got Toronto and for obvious reasons, but I can't wait. It's I, almost I'm, I'm time. We got about a little little over thirty days. Yeah, I'm hyped before for the playoffs start. Shit's getting exciting right now. Yeah, I'm hyped. Finally. But before I get out of here, I wanted to make a little bit of an announcement. Um, I know last week I told you guys that I was gonna be joining 12 10 a.m uh the man station with um jeff fox and ed sylvain we were supposed to be doing uh, a show called the firm and um i'm not gonna do it some complications came up some issues um that i don't really want to speak on right now i don't really want to you know put the energy out there but i just wanted to let you guys know because you are my listeners and y'all fucks with me that your girl's name is out on that project. And I apologize, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, breaking no, I don't arm, apologize. Breaking, I promise. Breaking God's promise. And, but um, a, I appreciate all y'all that came forward and said y'all was going to listen because I was going to be on there. I appreciate that. But please stay tuned. I will be doing some more shit real soon. And um, as usual, pass my link around if you're really fucking with me. And um, I'll show the love back. Peace. Blow out the brains. Triple a stain on him. Put a little game on him. Fuck up.
fuck around and put a ring on him. You beat it out the frame, don't you? I'ma beat it. I told her come and rain on me. You know everybody at the game, don't you? On the microphone, you can sing on it. You done put it on me, I done put your name on me. Just don't switch up, meet you in the picture. There when you look up, put her in the door, I done gave my girl hiccups. I don't really know any bitches that can keep up. Cooling on the boat, and the yo, I really miss her. I really miss her. Demons in my soul got issues. Bought a Birkin and the price vicious. I'm a genie and I'm grand wishes. Genie. Only for the missus. Missus. Target on my back, they on a mission. Baby, when I talk, you gotta listen. First time I seen the paddock glisten. They did not believe the vision. I've been not the V expensive. Gotta learn to bob and weed the bitches. When I kick it with my seeds, I kiss them. You know what I mean? You told me, don't use me. Don't use you. KKR, beauty.